Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm or how I keep things simple in my homeschool or just life in general and my faith. I always bring it back to Jesus because I truly do believe the remedy to clutter and chaos these days is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we desire of this world. So today, since we have Thanksgiving upon us next week, I decided to do this episode on one of my favorite topics to talk about, hospitality versus entertaining. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about keeping it simple at the holidays, but really that's coming on the podcast after Thanksgiving. I'm going to have an entire episode about how I simplify the holidays. So you will definitely want to listen in um, after Thanksgiving for that one. But today I wanted to focus on Thanksgiving, and I wanted to do this episode right before Thanksgiving because I know that everybody out there in this next week is going to get into a little bit of a frenzy if you're hosting Thanksgiving about you know how to make it just right. And um, nowadays with social media telling us we need to have this picture-perfect dinner, it's really helpful to sometimes bring it back to the main things, you know? So I love Thanksgiving because it's one of those holidays where there are no gifts involved and you're really just coming together as family. You're having a great big meal. There's usually so many different traditions that are followed on Thanksgiving And it's all about talking about our blessings and what we're thankful for. And I know it's immediately followed by Black Friday, which is the gimme, gimme, gimmies. (laughs) But we have this day that we can really focus on what we are thankful for. I've loved Thanksgiving even more over the years once I became a homeschooler and we started to really... um, Focus on the actual first Thanksgiving and the pilgrims. I love learning about that time period. And I really learned so much along with my children on this homeschooling journey. And um, I love the whole story behind Thanksgiving and how these people came here, you know, um, to never really see the fruits of their labor, risking their lives, coming to do, um, you know, to come over here and to start this colony and to... um, endure all these hardships and they never even saw many of them but that's how much faith they had and they never saw the end results but their faith was so strong that they came here so that they could worship how they saw fit and I just admire the whole story so much so take some time to really sit read with your kids the stories of the actual pilgrims and remember why we celebrate Thanksgiving. So I wanted to talk today about, you know, not necessarily just Thanksgiving, but because we are recording this right before Thanksgiving and you'll probably be listening to it. Hey, maybe you're listening to it while you're making your Thanksgiving meal. That would be awesome if you're baking next week, if you're in the kitchen and you're listening to this podcast. I hope that it would get you in the right frame of mind so that you could focus on the main things on that beautiful Thursday in November where we celebrate our blessings. So I wanted to talk about hospitality 
and the difference between hospitality and entertaining. And I want to encourage you all, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or any normal everyday time of the year where you're opening your door to somebody, anytime you are opening your door, you are ministering. Anytime you are opening your door, you are able to share God with somebody. It's about so much more than just having company, having people over, trying to impress them with what we can do and how fancy we can make our recipes and how beautiful we can make our homes. We want to have people over to our homes to practice hospitality. So the difference between hospitality and entertaining, what I believe is, entertaining focuses on what you can do as the host or the hostess. What can you do? You know, look at this beautiful meal I made. Look at my beautiful home. And hospitality focuses on what can I do for you? So hospitality focuses on the guest and focuses on who is in your home and how you make them feel when they are in your home. And entertaining focuses on, you know, like I said, what you can do. And face it, sometimes we do. We may say we don't, but we do have that little deep down voice in us that wants to impress others. And I can talk about this because that was me. And of course, something I think any hostess still has to sort of wrestle with at times, you know. Um, We all want to... um, impress a little bit, you know, like, look at this great thing I can do. And so I've changed my views on this over the years very much. um, Because I was in the beginning when I was first married and, you know, having a holiday at my home for the first time. Um, I wanted to make it just right. I can remember, this is so funny, actually. I remember, okay, so I started actually hosting Thanksgiving the year we got married. And my mom had done it previously, and it became my turn when we got married. And I wanted to make it, you know, really special and, you know, newly married. I wanted to use all that new china and all the matching glassware and, um, I can remember, so Thanksgiving's in November, like in September, being in mode of preparation. Okay, so let's fast forward. I'm married 18 years, no, 17 years. It'll be 18 um, in May. And (laughs) I'm like, I haven't even thought about it yet. And it's next week. I mean, I think about it like, well, I better go pick up the turkey and I better start making a list. But... I mean, I've just changed so much. And I remember in those early those early years, like shopping for the perfect tablecloth and the napkins to match. And I wanted a little decoration at each person's place setting. And just the decor of the home was important to me. And, you know, I want to say this as well. Those things in and of themselves are not bad, okay? So I'm not saying you have to have paper plates and paper cups and you can't have any decorations because then you're all focused on you. That is not what I'm saying. There's definitely something to be said for um, dressing up your home a little bit on a holiday and making things just so because you want to make your guests feel special. So this doesn't 
mean that you can't do those things. As always, what I talk about when I'm on the podcast or writing or speaking is, you know, what is your heart motive? And I'm the first to admit, my heart motive in those early years was more about me. Yes, I wanted my guests to feel comfortable in my home. And yes, I wanted to make things um, special for them. But I know deep down it was about me. You know, I wanted to be looked at like I was doing a good job being a good homemaker. So my, my views and my um, heart motive has definitely changed. And, you know, the Lord has been working on me so much in those 18 years. My goodness, has my life changed so much. And the Lord has done so much in my heart. And, um, you know, I have definitely changed over the years, not just on holidays, but anytime I have someone over my home. You know, I can remember the days of... Um, I didn't want somebody to just stop by my home unannounced, like that was unheard of. Um, or I didn't want somebody to, you know, come over unless I had everything just so. And I have so changed over the years. It's like, you know, I want to be able to welcome somebody at my house unexpectedly, anytime, and not ashamed if the house isn't perfect when they stop over because. I want them to not even be aware of their surroundings in my home because when they're in my home, and this is my goal, not to say I do this all the time, I wouldn't, my ultimate goal would be they don't even notice my decor. They don't even notice the things in my home. You know why? Because they are noticing something different in my home. They're noticing God's love. And they're noticing how they feel and how I, as the hostess, makes them feel, you know, oh, sure, come on in, have a cup of coffee. You know, nothing I'm doing right now is too important that I can't sit and chat with my friend. Um, So I have changed so much. And I'll tell you a story, somewhat an embarrassing story, but I'm going to tell it because I'm all about keeping it real and to show you just how you know, important it is that we focus on the people in our home and not the home. Because ultimately, I don't want people to say, oh, Karen, that's, you know, Karen DeBuse, she has great decor and fabulous food and all these things. That would be great if they said that. But the most important thing that I would want them to say before they said that would be that Karen DeBuse, she loves Jesus. And you walk in her house and it just you know, is, um, bursting with Jesus and you just feel God's love when you're in that house. That's my ultimate goal, not to be stressed out over getting the food just right. And cause you know what? Sometimes it's just better when you go to somebody's house. That's a little bit imperfect. I know for me, I'd much rather be in a house where somebody's got dust bunnies on their floor and it's not perfect. Cause then I feel like, oh, okay. You know, I feel like comfortable. I feel like, okay, these people are just like me. They have dust bunnies too. So, um, you know, we, we need to try not to put on too much of a front when we have people over. But anyway, back to my embarrassing story. Several years ago, this is where one of the times I really realized in my life that I was not focusing on hospitality. I was focusing on, ter- on entertaining. We have a dear, dear cousin. And um, I'm very close with her. She's actually my husband's cousin. And she was um, 
going to be in the area. She lives a few states away. She was going to be in the area, and she sort of called me last minute and asked if she could stay at our home um, for one night with her family. And I remember saying to my husband, like, what? That's no notice. We don't have any notice. And, you know, we're not even going to be home tonight, which we weren't. We were going to be out. And this isn't going to work because we're not going to be here. And, and, you know, deep down I was like, oh, my house isn't, my house isn't ready to have company overnight. You know, the, the bathroom, the, the tile in the tub was not ideal. Like this was before we had renovated a bathroom and we had a pretty yucky looking bathroom in our old house. And I was remember thinking like all these little details, like, I can't have them in our home like overnight and we're not here and and seeing, you know, all these imperfections. And it just kind of like rocked my world. Like, oh, we're, this is so last minute. This wasn't in my plan. And I actually, (laughs) this is where it gets embarrassing. I actually said to my cousin, you know, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think, I mean, sure you can come, but we're not going to be here. And I sort of was like, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. And so she found other arrangements and, um, I was mortified like a day after that. And I thought to myself, what on earth is wrong with me? What? I just closed the door of my home. I don't ever want to say no, that somebody couldn't be welcome in my home. And I say this is embarrassing now because if you know me now, this is like so opposite. I'm always like, my house is your house to anybody I meet. (laughs) But, you know, this is one of those times, it was like an aha moment. And I'm telling you the story because like, number one, I'm keeping it real. And if you're out there and you're like, what? You didn't open your home to family? Yeah, I know, right? What on earth? What was wrong with me? But God has worked in my heart and he opened my eyes in that situation and was like, wow, you really are concerned with the wrong things. And um, I did apologize to her about that afterwards. And and I really was out of my comfort zone. And um, it's funny because now this same cousin and family could come over anytime, stay over. And I don't feel like we would ever have to make things just so before I could have an overnight guest. So I have really seen God work on my heart and make me realize um, your home is a place of ministry. Your home is a place where, you know, you can connect with people and it's not about the home and it's not about the perfect decor or the perfect food. You know, we are so casual when we have people over. I'm not like, trying to make everything just so. And there's a time and a place for that. You know, for Thanksgiving, yes, next week, I will pull out the fancy dishes. I will pull out those things because it's a special day. But my heart motivation is completely different. It's to make people feel special and it's a special day, but I'm not trying to impress. I'm not trying to, you know, put on a front that I'm some perfect homemaker because Lord knows I'm not. And again, it's all about focusing on the people in your home rather than your home itself. So as you prepare for the holidays, and I don't know where you're at with this, you know, maybe you're 
so um, gifted in hospitality that the things I'm saying are like, well, duh. (laughs) But maybe you're like I was and you're really focused on the details and, you know, those perfect linen napkins and that perfect tablecloth and the perfect centerpiece for your table and you're focusing on, you know, you're all over staying up late in pinch, on Pinterest and the internet looking for the perfect recipes and spending way too much money on the groceries to get those perfect recipes. And, you know, I would say that's where I was at a time. So focused on um, that holiday that I was hosting that, you know, two months out, I was planning how everything was going to look. And, you know, that there's certainly, like I said, a place for that. Some people really enjoy making all those special recipes and decorating that um, that way. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that um, at all. But again, it goes back to the motivation. Is it because we're trying to almost put on a show for people when they come over? Or we just want them to feel special in our home? And I would encourage you to really seek your, your soul, to search it out as you're getting ready and preparing and saying, why am I doing all of this? Is it about me or is it about them? Is it about what I can do or how I can make them feel? Do I want all the accolades for what I did on you know Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday it is? Or is it because I really am invested in the people that are stepping foot into my home. You know, we have, like I said, evolved over the years. We are the type now that you can stop by my house unannounced anytime, any day, but I wasn't always that way. And I realized why, like I said, with our cousin, or even if it was just a spur of the moment visitor, because I was focused on me. And my house was never going to be good enough. Things were never going to be like as perfect as I wanted them. Because as I've said before, I'm not neat by nature. I have to work at it. And part of the reason I love to keep things simple and clutter free is because if I have too much clutter, I can't organize it and it will be messy. So the solution for me is just to have less stuff so I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) But by nature, I am not super organized and super neat. I'm more of a free spirit. So, you know, I I never felt that I could live up to having that perfect home or having things look the way I wanted them to. So therefore, the solution would be, well, then don't let anybody in the house. Now, that's silly. We are made on this earth for relationship. God created us to be in relationships with people. He didn't create us so that we can put on a, you know, have a showpiece for a home or that we could um, show off what we can do with our home. He made us to be in relationships with people. And when we have people in our homes, that's part of relationship building and connecting and loving on others. And like I said, I would much prefer somebody to leave my house saying that they saw Jesus in my home than that they saw anything that I could do, you know, make the perfect recipe or decorate or whatever it is. Um, We are are really big on having people over once we moved to our home, our um, 
our new home that we moved to. Well, it's not new anymore. It's going on three years. This week, we'll be celebrating three years in our home. Um, And one of the reasons we love this home is because it has space so that we can have people over. Because face it, when you're a homeschooling family and most of your friends are homeschooling families, that usually means larger families for some reason, not always, but most of our friends have like at least three, four, five, six kids. So you get just a few of them together and you've got like 30, 40 people in your house. So there is no way on earth I could be focused on how things look when we have, you know, 25 kids at a time in our home. And we love it. We love to have family nights at our home where we have like certain um, groups of friends that we invite over maybe once a month. And um, we'll do this, what we call family night. And we fellowship and get together and the kids hang out and the parents hang out. And there is no way I could have a pristine house when I'm having that amount of people over. But that's the beauty of it. Who wouldn't want to have, you know, all these people in their home connecting? We used to do it where it was a Bible study. We'd have worship time. We'd have Bible time. Um, it's sort of evolved now into more of just social time. But... <laughs> The social time is really important too because the kids are connecting, the parents are connecting, and we're all connecting together on these family nights. Who cares that it's a mess and there's, you know, all these kids and um, adults, and there's certainly not a lot of order to when we serve food. It's like, okay, here's the food, everybody grabs at it, you know, you can't have like a fancy sit down dinner for that many people. But it's the beauty of fellowship, right? It's beautiful and it's building relationships and the relationships between our families have grown. And I think it's the way God intended it to be, right? He doesn't want us focusing on how things look. And, you know, sometimes we laugh because we'll say, my, my kids will say, oh, can we invite this family to family night or that family? And we're like, sure. And then that'll just, you know, they have six kids too. And then that'll just keep growing our, our family nights. But you know what? God blessed us with a home where we could do that, especially in summer when we could be outside and use our property. That's what it's all about. Using the things God has given you and being a good steward of that and using those things for His glory. So He's given me a home that I can have a lot of people over at once. So use it for His glory. And I always say when we have people over, you know, if you can bring something, bring something. If not, don't. It's not about the food. God will provide. We'll have plenty of food. And if we don't, I'll send Steve out for pizza. I've said that before. Um, They're like, well, do you think we'll have enough? I'm like, sure. And if not... We've got chips in the pantry and we'll go get pizza. Like, it's not about the food. And I say that all the time. If you're coming to my house, just bring something casual. I would rather people come to my house and not be stressed about what they need to bring and finding the perfect recipe and all that. Just bring whatever's in your cupboard, I say. Just bring it and come because it's always about the time that we're spending together and not about the food, not about who brought what special dish. It's about the people. And like I said, 
It's fun to make fun recipes. I'm not saying you can't. If that's what you love doing, then bring your favorite recipe. But when it becomes stressful, I say this to my friends all the time. They're like, oh, I can bring this, I can bring that. I'm like, that's fine. But when it becomes stressful for you, then please don't bring it. Because the last thing I want somebody to do is be stressed about coming to my house. I want my house to be a sanctuary. I want my house to be a place where people can come and feel rested and relaxed and have fun and there's enjoyment and laughter and Jesus is in my house, right? I don't care. People come and say, oh, my kids did that. I'm like, there's nothing in my house that can be wrecked, right? We can fix anything. Just come. Don't worry. Your kids will be fine. There's nothing really that valuable in my house that they can break. (laughs) And I always just want people to come and feel comfortable in my home. Because at the end of my life, I don't want to look back and say, well, I had a beautiful home. I kept it pristine. I served the perfect dishes. I served the perfect, you know, recipes. But I want to look back and say, my home was filled with joy. My home was filled with um, peace. You know, people come to your house and they feel peace. They feel joy. They feel love. Well, maybe not peace. Sometimes it's chaotic here. (laughs) But you know what I mean. I've opened up my home for women's prayer groups before, and that has been a huge blessing. And I'll, I'll talk about the hospitality entertaining thing with that. So there was a time where I felt God was calling me to open up my home for prayer group. And, you know, I didn't know how that was going to look. I sort of just kept putting it out there on Facebook um, saying, you know, I'm opening up my home every Wednesday at two for prayer, for ladies prayer, come on over. Um, And every time I would do that in the morning, I would start to get stressed. Like, oh, I have to bake cookies or I have to make something. Oh, I have to get the house straightened up because I have prayer group. And I was almost starting to feel like it was a burden because I was worrying about how things looked. And I always almost wanted to cancel because the house wasn't maybe as neat as it should be. And looking back, every single time I did not cancel, I pushed through and said, no, it's not about that. The blessings of that prayer group that summer were amazing. And if I had canceled because I didn't have my house in perfect order or I didn't want to bake cookies or whatever it was, then I would have missed out on so many blessings and on women sitting around my living room praying. God does not care if my house was in order. He's seeing those women sitting around my living room, sharing, talking about, you know, maybe some really hard stuff, supporting each other, and then sitting together and praying together and God being glorified in all. And that, is so much more important than how the home looks or if I had the right cookies or not, you know? We could have had water and crackers and sat on that floor and we would have been just as blessed because of those amazing prayers, the amazing fellowship, and just seeing relationships formed through that prayer group. So hospitality is about others. Entertaining is about yourself. Entertaining is saying, look what I can do. And hospitality is saying, 
What can I do for you? And it's not always easy. If you're out there and you're listening and you're saying, oh, that's easy for you to say, Karen, but you don't know how messy my house is. Because people have said this to me. They've said, I want to open up my home. I want to do that, but I can't. It's so messy. Or it's so cluttered. Or I just, I don't have the energy. Then ask God. Say, God, I don't feel like my gift is hospitality. And I don't feel that I can open up my home like that. And maybe you're not meant to. Maybe you're meant to be the one that comes over to my house. <laughs> you know, but maybe maybe it's just about letting God, though, cha- allowing him to change that in you. If you're preparing for your Thanksgiving meal this weekend or this week while you're listening to this podcast, I would encourage you to pray while you're preparing that meal and ask God, say, God, let this meal be special because it is a special day. It's a day of blessings and giving thanks, and it is fun to pull out the fancy dishes and all that. But let this day be about you. Let any time I have someone in my home be an opportunity for me to glorify you. Let any time someone comes in my home that doesn't know you, let them see a glimpse of you. As you're preparing that meal, think about those people that are coming into your home. Is it going to be a haven for them? A day of that, like I said, peace and, and um, joy, laughter, Or are you going to be so stressed out because the meal isn't just perfect and maybe the uh, decor isn't just perfect? And, you know, we all get stressed out, especially on Thanksgiving, getting all those dishes together at the exact same time, right? (laughs) But may it not turn into a stressful time so they don't get out at the exact same time. Laugh about it. You can make a memory over the things that aren't perfect, right? You can laugh about it, but no one wants to come over to somebody's home where they're stressed out because then you become stressed out, right? You ever go to a house where the hostess is really stressed out because everything isn't just so? It's not an enjoyable time. It's an enjoyable place to be. If you're the hostess, remember your job is the hostess and as somebody providing hospitality is to make others comfortable. And no one's going to be comfortable if you're stressed out over the things that really don't matter. Because what matters most is not how things look, but how people feel. So I encourage you today, if you are getting ready for Thanksgiving or the upcoming Christmas season, and you know, there's always cookie parties and Christmas parties and different things that will be um, coming up. If it's out of your comfort zone to have people over, ask God this this year to make it different. Say, God, I want to open up my home. I want it to be about others and not about me. You know what's a great thing to do at Christmas time? Open up your home for a lady's tea, a lady's prayer time and tea time. I did that, I think it was last year or the year before. You know, a little special time, but don't make it about having the perfect... um, desserts to serve or having the perfect things to serve that can be fun. Don't make it about having everything look just so. Make it about having women over at a special time of year to connect with each other, pray together, and just fellowship together at a beautiful time of year, right? Don't wait for your house to be perfect to open up your home. It never will be. 
Mine never is going to be perfect. Do I love my home? Yes. Do I love all its imperfections? Yes. Stains on the wall, not perfect carpet, floor isn't perfect. You know, who cares? I want people to come over my house, not because it's perfect, but because they would see a glimpse of Jesus when they're in my home. So at this time of the year, if you are feeling stressed out, take a deep breath. Remember why you're having people in your home. And think about being practicing hospitality and not entertaining those who come into your home. I hope this is encouraging. I hope this is something that you um, find a blessing that, you know, if you're steeped in those preparations and you can stop for a minute and say, boy, I never thought about it that way, then I would just be so blessed to know that this helped you. So reach out and comment on the blog, comment wherever you're, you're seeing this um, or listening to this podcast. If you can leave a comment, um, that would be great. I'd love to continue the conversation. Let me know, do you struggle with practicing hospitality? Um, and you know, how do you, how do you handle the holidays and, and hospitality and not getting stressed out and not focusing on the details? I would love to continue the conversation. So comment over there on the Facebook page or on the blog. If you're listening to this on iTunes, I'd love for you to rate and review the podcast. That really helps um, people to uh, hear my message, to get the message out there. Also, if you are um, a follower over at Simply Living for Him or my other website for homeschoolers, Bible-Based Homeschooling, um, Keep in mind that we have um, our Simply Living for Him retreat coming up in the summer. That's a retreat just for women. It's not just for homeschoolers. It's for all women. You can find out the information about that retreat on the blog at simplylivingforhim.com slash retreats. Also, if you're doing your Christmas shopping this year and you are following me over at Bible-Based Homeschooling, I have a newsletter that I'm putting out several days a week. And um, also I'm posting on the Facebook page over there several times a day with different gift ideas, different links for um, you know resources that may be helpful at this time of year. And I encourage you to use those links because Anytime you use one of my affiliate links, that money that I will make off, you know, a small percentage of those sales will all go back into what I do here at Simply Living for Him and into our ministry and into our ladies retreat. So I would appreciate if you are shopping out there, you use my links. That would be such a blessing for us here at Simply Living for Him because it really does help keep things going here with the podcast and um, with all the things that we have coming up for 2018. A lot of exciting things coming up. So I'll be telling you all about those in the weeks to come. And of course, our Simply Living for Him retreat, which is like the grand hurrah of the year for me. That is just the best part of the year. That'll be in July. If you're a woman and you're listening, you will want to join us on that Simply Living for Him retreat. So um, thank you for listening. And until the next time, I am Karen DeBuse, and I wish you blessings and joy.